Welcome to Wisdom at the Crossroads, the podcast, now in its second year. I'm your host, Amanda Onchalenko, and I'm excited to be continuing our journey, where each week, through the experience of story, we pause to connect to each other, and most importantly, to ourselves. If you've been following along with me, you'll know stories feature creativity and inspiration, and the paired mindful Mandart meditations at the end are a short few minutes of self-care you can take anywhere. This year, I'll be adding to the catalogue as we continue to make ourselves available to the creative magic all around us through the action of slowing down. I hope you'll join me weekly to connect to your own stories through my examples, to find your own wisdom at the crossroads where action and presence meet. This episode is about presence, which sounds pretty simple, yet getting quiet and being still can actually be very complex for me, and I suspect I'm not alone in that challenge. The words I'll share in this episode came from a notebook of mine. They are a set of notes I had made during a meditative moment when I sat with a pencil in hand while I got still and quiet and in touch with the wisdom at my core. I have lots of notebooks, and my mother will not be surprised to learn I can't always find the one I am looking for. I had misplaced this batch of notes, as unfortunately I often do, because, well, I'm the queen of distraction. I'm diligent at making the notes, but I'm not always as great at keeping track of them, so you'll have to excuse me. Organisation may not be my forte, but it seems when I am ready for the words I have written in the process of connecting to the deepest parts of myself, The notes I've made at a previous time will come across my path at a point when they will resonate for me. And I believe that's what's happened now. Rediscovering these notes on presence at this time was a bonus. I was preparing for a new episode of the podcast. It seems I was ready to hear the words I had written and ready to listen and really hear them. And now I'm ready to share this session with you, so here we go. Maybe they'll resonate for you too. I had begun my written process with a paragraph as I always do. It begins in pretty much the same way. And I explain the whole process word for word in an episode of the podcast. You might like to go back to that one for the details, but for now, suffice it to say, I begin with gratitude. I ask for protection and inspiration. I inhale the light and exhale negativity. I get intentional with my breath. Release my fears and make a request. This time I requested to talk about presence. Then I relax my gaze and begin to write. The words begin to flow from my pencil in longhand and every time I read what I have written at the end of the session, I am always surprised at the wisdom I have captured on the page. These are the words I wrote then when I made a specific request to learn about presence. I'll invite you to listen in with me and see if the words that follow might resonate in some way for you too. Each day is an opportunity, I wrote, an opportunity to begin again, to forget the troubles of yesterday, to abandon our attachment to the promise of tomorrow. Today is where we are, and today is where we begin. Nowhere is there more promise. Open yourself to potential. In seeking, we find presence, possibility, Peace. Three terms to apply in personal governance on any given day. 
How to achieve and maintain presence, I asked. First efforts are to avoid distractions, or at least try to minimise our tendency to be distracted. It is okay to recognise and acknowledge a change in our plan or an inspired thought. It's less effective, though, to chase after each and every one. Acceptance of where we are does not mean we are destined to remain there, because presence is not a static state. Being present is being aware of the moment, whatever that moment provides. We get ourselves tangled up when we confuse denial at our present state with forward planning. We can definitely plan in the moment and be inspired to dream, but we need to check in with our motives when doing so. We can ask ourselves, am I making future plans because I don't recognise this present moment as valid? Or am I avoiding where I actually am because it is not what I really want or find desirable? Acceptance of where we are is our first order of business. We can only be where we physically are. Making plans, dreaming and long-term goals are all worthy activities. By all means, imagine, dream and strive to become who and what you aspire to be and do. However, along the process of planning and dreaming, try to be aware and present in moments as they present themselves. We can acknowledge, yes, this moment is a beautiful gift, or this moment might not be my best, or this is what I strive to be or do or have. Whatever the situation, I recognize I am here, right now. I am in this fold. I accept where I am in the present because from the present is where all future steps emerge. We check in with ourselves to ensure we are not avoiding the present by living in our dreams. To check in with ourselves, we can ask, am I aware and accepting of the moments in my journey? The good ones and the not-so-good ones. Because life goes through ebbs and flows. It evolves from the simplest observation through every perception and action that combine to be part of our unique individual journeys. Being present might take us within ourselves to evaluate where we really are, to check in and ask, to pause and recalibrate, to be, just simply to be. When we are still, we might then be able to do a little less, be less inclined to juggle all the balls in the air, at least for a moment. When we pause to be present, we can more easily evaluate where we are and from there make choices to implement the next stages of our lives. So how do we keep ourselves mindful enough to stay present? It's a challenge for all of us. A good friend of mine once reminded me to simply be. To just be where I am, wherever I am. It's amazing how powerful a few simple words can be. By just being more, I was inspired to do less. But I was also aware of where I was. I could pause to take in the details or deficits of my situation, which without slowing down to be present for, I would surely have missed. Be more and do less became a mantra of sorts for me, my email signature even. It was a reminder for myself and for the benefit of those who I connected with, should they avoid skimming and read correspondence to the very end. Be more, do less. 
as a simple reminder to slow down to seek presence right where we are. An example might be being thankful for the small things in life. A good breakfast, a conversation with a friend, finishing your morning swim or run or yoga practice, spending a moment patting your pet, watching a child play. It's the small moments that combine to become the narrative of the story we write of our lives. Being present and achieving presence doesn't happen at the exclusion of everything around us, but rather comes from our ability to fully engage in the moments of our days. To be aware, to notice the world around us, to pause, to connect to the small things. In our self-care practice in this episode, I'd like to simplify practice and add a meditative moment that might become a valuable and practical addition to your mindfulness toolbox. It's simple yet complex. This simple practice helps to soothe our physical and energetic bodies. So let's take a few minutes to be together, shall we? To put down all the things we juggle, to pause, to be present and open ourselves to possibility. Let's get comfortable and settle in with ourselves, wherever that is for you. Find yourself a cosy spot where you're not likely to be disturbed for the next little while. And as you settle, and rest. Acknowledge the breath. Our breath is wise. Notice your breath just as you naturally breathe. You might not even notice if you are holding your breath, but many of us often do. If I'm stressed and rushing about, my breathing is likely shallow and not as effective as it could be. In fact, Shallow breaths contribute to our stress by depriving the cells of oxygen. I'll invite you to focus on your breath now. Try to be aware of your personal rhythm. Notice the length of your inhale and the duration of the exhale. Are they equal in length? Balanced? Or is one longer than the other? How far can you count before the inhale pauses and the exhale begins? Take a moment to notice your natural rhythm. In the practice of Reiki, we often begin by gently aligning the energetic body. If you can imagine a glowing buffer or a border that surrounds your physical body, that would be helpful. You might assign it a color if that is something that you're interested in for this practice. I'd invite you to close your eyes and see a color around the shape you imagine as your own. Imagine the contours of your entire body. Our energetic body can appreciate the invitation to pause just as much as our physical body appreciates an opportunity to rest. If I imagine my energetic body as being in need of attention, the visual image of myself waking up with bedhead can be a helpful analogy. 
Imagine your body is protected by a glowing, fibrous boundary. As we add our intention and focus to that image, visualize the disheveled state we are imagining to be like bedhead. If we can also visualize an energetic comb addressing those fibers like a soft and very wide tooth caress. Offer your breath as encouragement to this image and visualize calm replacing chaos. Notice as those virtual fibers of our energetic body relax and align and settle just as we are settled as we engage in this practice together. To the aligned and relaxed image we now hold with our energetic body, I'd now like to invite some breath work. I was recently introduced to a very simple yet quite complex breathing strategy that I'd like to share with you as we attempt to be more present together. As you relax where you are, let's draw our attention and focus back to the breath and settle in to the natural rhythm of your own cycle. Notice how your body reacts to the intake of breath. Are you holding parts of your body? Do you notice resistance? Does your belly rise as you inflate with the intake of air? Do you feel your ribs expand? Just take notice of your personal process. We are going to try to extend the distance between the inhale and the exhale. And we'll begin by counting the inhale from one through four. Breathing in, one, two, three, four. Pausing at the top of that process and then exhaling for the count of four. Try to follow that pattern for a cycle or two. Breathing in to the count of four. Pausing at the top and exhaling for the count of four. We'll inhale for the count of four. Hold for two and exhale to the count of four. Let's try that again. Inhaling to the count of four. Holding for two. Exhaling for the count of four. How are you doing? Allow yourself to get familiar with that count for a cycle or two. And when you are ready, we'll work at extending the count to the inhale, to the count of six. We'll hold at the top for the count of three, and release on the exhale to the count of six. You can keep your own time as you work at extending the breath if you are open to altering your natural rhythm. Breathing in to the count of six. Holding for three. And exhaling for the count of six. 
we are simply making an effort to invite more oxygen into all of the cells of our body. We are being intentional and present in this very simple process. We'll do one more cycle of inhaling to the count of six. Hold for three. Exhale for six. On our next cycle, we'll extend our inhale to the count of eight. We'll hold for four. And exhale for eight. Breathing in, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold for the count of four. Exhaling, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, learn, twelve. You can try that for a couple of cycles if you like. Inhaling to the count of eight. Holding for four. Exhaling to the count of eight. Breathing in to the count of eight. Holding for the count of four. Exhaling for the count of eight. Don't worry if this doesn't come easily to you. I am there with you. But we can apply our focus and intention and work at fully oxygenating our bodies with refreshment. The breath is an involuntary action. The breath is what nourishes our soul. When we breathe consciously, we open ourselves to opportunity and to potential. We invite peace to flow within ourselves. We pause. We recalibrate. We rest on our human journey and discover the power of presence by being present. As we come to the end of this simple yet complex practice of directing our own breath, I'd like to leave you with a quote from my book, Wisdom at the Crossroads, that shares the name of this podcast. The book is loosely based on the alphabet. You can imagine it as a picture book for adults, or yoga for the mind, if you like. One of the ways you can engage with my book is to simply open it to a random page and accept the image or quote from the page you open up to. In being present, As I was preparing this process for you, I opened to the letter G, where the quote I share is an affirmation we can carry with us. Slow down, it reads. Take in the majesty of what is, instead of rushing toward what could be. It feels like an appropriate way to conclude our mindful practice this episode. The image that accompanies that quote for the letter G is a detail of a broad and expansive prairie sky from a painting called Journey. 
Thank you for sharing in this journey with me today. I'll share the image in the blog that will accompany this episode when it is published. You can find the blog on my website at www.mandart.ca. I hope you'll be inspired to connect to your own wisdom through my examples. And please feel free to check the images out on the blog, or if something has resonated for you in this practice, invite a friend to join us. So, until you check in again next time, be well and be you. May you feel peaceful and expanded after the metaphysical pause we have taken together in presence. Bye now.